It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Your Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Flyers podcast for Friday, December 3rd, your daily dose of Flyers news, analysis, and high quality content that kind of feels like we're in this eerie calm before a storm for the Flyers. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown Flyers. Keep up to date on all the Flyers news, our episodes. You can also email the show at LockdownFlyers at gmail.com. I am Rachel Donner. You can find me on Twitter at rmiriam. And on today's show, we're just going to kind of regroup and, and see where we're at and talk about the next stretch of games a little bit. Then we're going to address the Claude Giroux situation. And then we will have our gritty thing of the week and hopefully end the week and go into the weekend on a good note. Locked on Flyers is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. So subscribe and you'll get all of our episodes here on the Locked on Sports Network. All right. So I guess I just want to talk about a couple of things in this segment, the first of which is the fact of Alain Vigneault's postgame quotes after the Rangers game on Wednesday night. And it's just been kind of sitting with me for the last day or so. And so I wanted to talk about it a little bit more. So he said, right now, we're not scoring, we're not finishing. So we're going to have to find a way to win games one to nothing or two to one. And until we get some of that finish that I know some of these players have, but definitely right now we're not seeing it, we're not executing it. So we're going to have to tighten up defensively and find a way to win. So I'm not entirely sure what message he was trying to send there, but all of it is bad, right? Because if he's saying, well, we can't count on anybody to score, so we're just going to have to get better defensively. A, I think it continues to put too much weight on goaltending, first off, because it basically implies that both your offense and your defense are failing, which is not untrue. But I think that if you are in a situation that he is in right now, Alain Vigneault, that is, in terms of what you think this team needs to do to turn it around. Or if you're so frustrated that you feel like this team can't turn it around and you've reached the end of your rope, you're kind of going into defensive mode in terms of trying to save your job here. So is he throwing the offense and the defense under the bus here and saying, it's not me, it's execution. It's not anything I'm doing. It's all on the players. I I think that makes a lot of sense. But at the same time, it just doesn't 
look good on him either. And I don't know if he gets it. It's like everything's come back around 360 degrees back to to him because if you say that people can't finish or or they're not being able to produce offensively I think that if one or two guys were snake bit at this point sure you could be like yeah we just need Claude Giroux to score more goals I just you know pick that name out of nowhere where or yeah Cam Atkinson got off to a hot streak but now he's been a little bit cold and we need him to get back in the scoring game but then you know it's everybody it's not just you know one or two guys that are having problems right now and when everybody is the problem it's a systemic issue and where do systemic issues lead you back to coaching and systems and how this team is functioning. And if your whole team is suffering from bad morale and you're not making changes in a way to turn that around, that's on you, buddy. Like It's just on you, Alain Vigneault and Michel Therrien for that matter. Um, you know, on the power play side of things, we all know how terrible that has been going for the Flyers as of late. So yeah, I just feel like he's not sure what to say anymore. And everything he's saying to try and deflect, but at the same time, kind of protect his coaching staff. It's just not working. And I think people are exceedingly frustrated by it, clearly. And he just doesn't know where to go from here. And, And to me, that's kind of the dividing line between where things can be turned around and where they can't be turned around. And I'm really honestly concerned about the next stretch of games because we have five games in seven days. Talked about it a little bit with Russ on, on yesterday's show. So the team will be facing the Lightning, the Avalanche, the Devils, and then, you know, the following weekend, they'll be playing at Vegas and at Arizona. I mean, you know, not that Arizona is a a huge opponent there, but still, it's the second half of a back-to-back on the road. So, you know, five games in seven days, it's going to be brutal. And especially because the Devils game is, is on the road as well. You know, it's going to be a tough road trip where this team is going to be self-contained in this powder keg. And I honestly don't know if that's going to be helpful for them at this point. That's why Russ and I were talking about it in a way that suggested they either have to do something now or they're going to have to wait until after that stretch of games. And who knows how much damage (laughs) that could cause by then, whether it's you know, in terms of confidence, in terms of is this where the goaltending is going to break down at some point and then everything is bad? Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Things can turn around. Like, I, I don't think it's impossible. And like we talked about yesterday, you know, the the game against the Rangers was not the worst game of the stretch of, of losing seven in a row by any stretch of the imagination. But I don't know. I I just think at this point, there is a there's a point of no return. And it feels like we are there with Alan Vigneault and this coaching staff. And to me, 
you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, this feels like last year, this feels like last year. Well, yes and no. It does feel like last year in terms of the futility of it all. But to me, it also feels a lot like when Dave Haxtall was about to get fired. And there's an interesting quote from Chuck Fletcher that he said at the time of firing Dave Haxtall. And he said, but to my eyes, there was a disconnect between what he was preaching and how the players were playing. And as the leader of the team, that responsibility falls on him. And I felt at this point, we needed a new voice. Eventually, Dave Haxall got to the point where he was just throwing random lines together, seeing if anything would stick, if anything would turn it around at that point. And it wasn't. And we knew for a really significant amount of time that Dave Haxall was a quote unquote dead man walking and that it just wasn't going to get better with him. And it feels like we're, we're, you know, creeping up toward that line. And it seems like they're not going to do anything now. So I think it is, you know, at this point, you just have to say, okay, we're going to have to reassess on December 12th. After that stretch of games, we'll see what happens. And then at that point, you really have to make a decision because you're running out of real estate here in terms of, you know, games that you can realistically say, oh, if we don't get points now, it'll be okay. We can make it up later. No, we are running out of time. If this team doesn't begin scoring, if this team doesn't get better on the power play, if, you know, Ryan Ellis doesn't get healthy and the defense is a little shaky and Ivan Provorov continues to not perform at the level that we need him to, um, you know, and doesn't get his confidence back. Chuck Fletcher of December 2021 is going to start to have to listen to Chuck Fletcher of December 2018 and and do the right thing here. And you know, maybe Michelle Terrian is the right place to start, but it's it's got to start somewhere because ultimately this team is just not performing. So that's my soapbox for the day. Uh, I do want to talk about the Claude Giroux conversation because I, I think the calls for him to maybe get traded to give him a chance to win something are are getting a little bit louder than they've been and definitely louder than they were before the season started. So we will talk about that next. But you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all the latest episodes. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile to find out. And get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere for all phones or networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? 
boom, cash back. Even a last minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Once again, thanks for making Locked On Flyers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Okay, so that Claude Giroux conversation, uh, especially after that game against the Rangers, but, you know, a little bit before that as well, just looking at social media, began to see more and more people out there talking about, is this the time that we Claude Giroux and just start a complete rebuild? And I, I do think that, first off, I don't think those things are necessarily one in the same. I think that cr- trading Claude Giroux doesn't automatically cause a rebuild to happen or automatically initiate a complete rebuild because, you know, there are plenty of other guys still left on this team. I mean, it's not this, it wouldn't be the same core that it was before, but, you know, it would be at least for now, more of a rebuild on the fly, unless they just went scorched earth and traded a whole slew of people. But if we're isolating Claude Giroux and what to do with him next, I think that that is a separate conversation to have, at least for the time being. And, you know, obviously, if it was up to me, I would try and get rid of JVR. But I don't know that that's going to be possible with his salary and his low production this year. But again, topic for another day. Looking at Claude Giroux and his contract situation right now. Obviously, we know that he is in the last year of his contract. Right now, his cap hit is 8.275, and he's not going to make anywhere near that in a next contract. Is it going to be in the five to six range? Probably. Would he get more potentially from the Flyers than another team? Probably as a reward for, you know, all these many years he has been with the team. I cannot believe this man was drafted in 2006. Unforgettable draft, obviously, when uh, then GM Bobby Clark said his or forgot his name at the podium. But it's been a long road with Claude Giroux. And I think people are having two different feelings about this that one we all love or most of us love Claude Giroux and appreciate everything that he's done for the team in terms of working hard and and being a leader and having pretty great production for most of his career and I think you know really making a, a solid transition to winger from being a center when his skills started to decline a little bit and honestly he's just been a trooper Uh, given everything that has gone on with this team and and the lack of success overall. And you could pin a little bit of it on him, but for the most part, this, this, all of this, and I'm waving my hands in the air frantically at everything that has happened with the Flyers, you know, over the last six to eight years. um, I don't think it's on him. So 
there, there's two things happening here, like I said. There is the desire to set Claude Giroux free and allow him the opportunity to try and win a Stanley Cup somewhere else because it feels very much like that is not going to happen in the next year to three years max, maybe, which would still be in his window, I think. And I think the other sentiment is that the way I started out this segment with this is a rebuild time that we should just go scorched earth, burn it all down, start over from scratch and try and, you know, tank for Shane Wright or do all of those things. And that trading Claude Giroux would kick that process off. And, you know, there's some truth to that. But I I do want to start off with the first of those two things. So this is the I just want to do Claude Giroux a solid and things are going nowhere here. So let's let him win a Stanley Cup, you know, in the spirit of chemo team and in a number of years ago as well. Well, the trade deadline is March 21st. And we had heard from Chuck Fletcher and I think from Claude Giroux's side of things that they were just planning on waiting till next summer to negotiate a contract. And, you know, I think for both parties, that made sense to a large degree in terms of trying to figure out where the team was. And, you know, I think Chuck Fletcher thought that the team would be in a lot better position right now than we are. And so I think he was banking on, oh, this team's going to be on the upswing and he's definitely going to want to re-sign here. And so we'll have him take a hometown discount. We'll be the hero and sign his last contract and everything will be sunshine and roses. But things did not go that way. And so right now, I think it feels like Claude Giroux has the upper hand here and that he owns his own destiny at this point. So First and foremost, I think Claude Giroux should be able to do whatever he wants, whether he wants to stay here and and maybe go down with the ship in in the spirit of Henrik Lundqvist with the New York Rangers when he signed that that last contract and he decided I'm loyal to this team. I'm loyal to this city. I don't want to go anywhere. And like he pretty much knew he wasn't going to win a Stanley Cup or, you know, he probably had it in the back of his head. But you know, that was his choice to make. And I feel like it's pretty similar with Claude Giroux. As much as I want him to win a Stanley Cup, and I would obviously prefer him to win it here, I, I think he just deserves the courtesy of doing whatever he wants. So like I said, if he wants to stay, he should absolutely stay. And they should come to, you know, a fair and reasonable contract. If he says, yeah, you know, I've loved my time here, but I do want to go after that Stanley Cup. And I think I could positively contribute on another team that's maybe contending. I think you should allow him to go if that's what he wants. And I I think that, you know, at that point, that's where you say, okay, what can we get in return for him? And I am 100% on board that we could get a first round pick for him, especially given that it would be a contending team and it would be a low first round pick. I don't think that's unreasonable at all. I mean, look what we traded away for Rasmus Ristolainen, right? So I think we can absolutely get a, a really good return for Claude Giroux. And I hate that I am saying 
these sentences right now. And I, I don't think we would overvalue him either as a fan base and expect a ton more than he would get. I think everybody really understands, you know, who Claude Giroux is on the ice and off and and what he could offer to another team and, you know, maybe one other small asset or a lower draft pick along along with the first would would make sense at this point. But again, I think for me, the priority is allowing Claude Giroux to determine the course of his future. And I think that's the only right thing to do, honestly. And, you know, I, I understand the the viewpoint of wanting to be more forceful in terms of making a deal and have this be part of an ultimate rebuild. And, you know, I get it. It's just, it's not where I personally am with Claude Giroux and his status on this team right now. So uh, maybe, maybe I'll change my mind. I do that sometimes. But um, yeah, that's where I am right now. So on that note, Bet Online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for this season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar, and that's Built Bar. It's filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, and it's covered in chocolate, but it's amazingly low in calorie, sugar, net carbs, and fat, all while being high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. Built Bar is delicious and healthy. And they have so many great flavors. You'll have a hard time choosing. Are you going to have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie? Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all those holiday shoppers. Built Bar can give you that little extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or your purse. You never know when you're going to need it. And there's a special treat you can have with hot chocolate. Dip that Bilt Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. Let it melt a little bit. And it just adds a little bit of extra flavor to your hot chocolate. And you'll have a little melty Bilt Bar to go with it. It's so yummy. You also need to get your hands on Bilt Bar Puffs. They are light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. They taste so good, you won't believe that they're filled with protein. So go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Okay, so we just talked about some pretty serious topics for the Flyers and it's been rough. So we're going to try and end the week here on a positive or at least more fun note. And it's Friday. So that means it's time for our gritty thing of the week. And there's a whole bunch of stuff to catch up on because we had last Friday off for the Thanksgiving holiday. And there was a whole bunch of gritty Thanksgiving content around that. But first, I want to start with, you know, the fact that Gritty got ye old turkey costume 
out of the closet and, you know, used it for a bunch of stuff. But there was the old picture of when that costume debuted a couple of years ago and Gritty was in a Thanksgiving uh, parade. So it was looking pretty fresh and new then. And, and it still looks pretty good out there on the street in the costume. And then, you know, brings it back for this year in, you know, more of an artistic pose. Uh, this one posted to Instagram and, you know, Gritty in that there's like just always an element of super classiness while also being like undermining that. And so the picture looks really cool. Gritty in the turkey costume, kind of lounging on the table in that, you know, draw me like one of your French girls poses. But the caption is, would you mind rubbing gravy on my back? I think I missed a spot. So, you know, always, always undermining the classiness. (laughs) uh, Gritty is every time and it's always fun. So the next one on the list is on TikTok. And man, this one, I don't even know anymore. This just went full bore into, I think, you know, understanding the assignment for TikTok. Because I think TikTok is a slightly different uh, animal. I'm going to say in terms of the kind of content and, you know, going along with the memes there, then you would see on Twitter and the caption is, I just found out where stuffing comes from. And yeah, I mean, you can pretty much imagine where Gritty is taking an ice cream scoop and scooping from right now uh, into a bowl for uh, stuffing to be put on a Thanksgiving table. And uh, yeah, I, I guess we will just leave it there. But it is kind of funny. And it and it does fit, I think, the TikTok audience uh, quite well. So I don't know. I, I, I think that was pretty bold of the marketing team and the group behind Gritty to, to put that out there. And then there is one more Thanksgiving thing, but it's not an official Uh, thanks or an official gritty thing and it's something from actually three years ago on reddit Uh, there was a gritty family thanksgiving portrait in the style of norman rockwell and this thing is holy smokes it is so creepy like you have to click through if you're going to click through any of them Okay, I would click through on the TikTok too, but you should click through on this one because, you know, it's just a a family portrait around a Thanksgiving table. But the the creepiest part of it is that the turkey is in a gritty outfit and then there's all these gritty faces around. You know, there's mama gritty and papa gritty and little kid gritties all around. So, yeah, it is creepy as hell, but also pretty awesome. So I'd, I'd take a look at that one too. And then going back to Star Wars night for the Flyers, uh, Gritty put together an I Am One with the Force video. And uh, yeah, I think, you know, it's always fun when Gritty gets into the theme nights. And this one was no different, you know, with Gritty shaking things on a desk, including there was a rotary phone there, which I think was the most obscure thing. 
on that desk. But of course, it ends with, you know, the lights going out and Gritty showing off with the lightsaber. So uh, well done in terms of sticking with the theme of that game. And then finally, Gritty will be joining our ECHL affiliate, the Reading Royals, on their affiliation night, which is on December 11th. So if you are in the Reading area and go see the game on December 11th, Gritty will be there. Should be a lot of fun. All right, that'll do it for today's show and for the week. We will be back again on Monday with a recap of the game against the Lightning, preview the game against the Avalanche, and we'll have our nemesis of the week. As a reminder, we always want to hear from you. Send us in your mailbag questions via Twitter at Lockdown Flyers, or you can email the show at LockdownFlyers at gmail.com. I'm Rachel. I'm on Twitter at rmiriam. That's R-M-I-R-I-A-M. You made us your first listen today. Now make your second listen Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked on NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked on NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.